1: on the radio hardcorechristianity.com. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's Bible study, Slain in the Spirit. Have you been slain in the Spirit? Okay, let's talk about it today. Thanks for tuning in. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center in Central Phoenix, 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. It's the Red Brick Building. We have two live services every week. You'll notice that on the website. Thursday and Friday nights at 7 o'clock. Arizona Time and 7 o'clock Mountain Time. Both services broadcast live on our YouTube teaching channel, youtube.com slash House of Healing A Z. Monday night is our Zoom service for the ladies only, 6 p.m. Arizona time. 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Send me an email, Mike at Hardcore Christianity.com, and I will send you the code and the password. Same thing Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Men and Women Zoom. Live Healing and Deliverance, 6 p.m. Arizona time. Send me an email, and I'll send you the code and the password. Don't forget about my Deliverance training class, the fourth Saturday of every month at noon. Don't forget about my Sunday morning podcast, 9 a.m. Arizona time, 9 a.m. mountain time. Just go to twitch.tv and put in HCC. ADC. And you're there. Please remember to hit the PayPal button and send us another donation. Thank you for your kindness and for keeping us on the air for 20 years. Uh, Many of you have heard my testimony. A lot of you haven't. Um, The very, very short version of it is is that uh, uh, I came out of the uh, Assemblies of God denomination. I was in it for years and years. And God called me out of it. I started my own ministry in 2005, the House of Healing, and then we expanded to the Arizona Deliverance Center several years later. I went from being a secular counselor, which was 25 years of my career. I used to have my own counseling center in downtown Phoenix. But uh, when God called me out of that, I laid off all my employees, closed down my center, and opened up my Christian counseling practice. That happened in 2005. During my uh, all the years I was in the Assembly of God uh, religion, I met uh, and worked with a number of wonderful people, a lot of great ministers, a lot of anointed people I met, uh, just a lot of really good people in the Assembly of God church denomination, and there are in others, of course. But uh, I noticed over the years... <coughs> I was particularly interested in altar calls and that was kind of the thing I was interested in most of all the years I was in the Assemblies of God religion. I liked the altar calls the best because every once in a great while the Holy Spirit would move and for some reason I loved seeing the Spirit move. That was my favorite thing. I loved that above the teaching and the preaching and everything. I loved seeing people get healed and blessed by the Spirit of God. And we had people healed occasionally. Not often. We had people receive their gift of tongues, get baptized in the Spirit. Not very often, but once in a great while. And those are the kind of things that always interest me the most. But the thing I saw the most in the Assembly of God and other Pentecostal churches that I visited over the years was a strange phenomenon called being slain in the Spirit. I saw... Over the years, hundreds of people slain in the spirit. They, they would have an altar call and people would come, come down to start praying. And then a bunch of catchers would get behind them. And then as the minister, pastor, preacher, teacher would go down the line, they would touch people in different ways, you know, grab their hands, touch their forehead, different things. And they would kind of swoon back as if they were having some, uh, See surge of ecstasy and then somebody would catch them lay them on the floor and then usually someone usually one of the women would come by with a, uh, with, a with a covering and put it over the women's uh, hip and leg areas and uh, this was a routine behavior that I noticed in Pentecostal churches over the years but the problem I ran into uh, doing mentoring and counseling, was that this this behavior never seemed to change anybody, and now the slain in the spirit phenomenon has graduated to something literally unbelievable, where people are being blasted, and entire sections of a of a church or a, a row of people in an altar call get blown to the ground and land on the ground shaking and jerking and shivering. And it wasn't until years later that God revealed to me that this was a spirit, familiar spirit phenomenon, that it was a sign that the people were using, that they're very spiritual and that they're able to receive the Holy Spirit and that they looked better when they were in the receiving mode. So they would swoon at the altar or fall down, but they would only do it if they knew somebody was back there to catch them very very rarely did i ever see anybody just fall back without without knowing there were catchers back there and had a lot of people get gotten mad at me when i said that this practice of being slain in the spirit really was unproductive because it wasn't generating a significant level of repentance and change in the believer's life it was more like a pat on the head like you would pat a dog or flip a biscuit to a pet, I really began to question it. And people tried to tell me that it's in the Bible. And so I looked it up in the Bible and I saw what appears to be something similar to being slain in the spirit. For example, in Ezekiel chapter three and Ezekiel chapter four, the great prophet stood before the glory of the Lord. And he was so overcome, he fell on his face. He would—he just fell forward and collapsed. And I thought, well, this isn't being slain in the spirit. This is being overcome by the awe, the majesty, and the glory, and the power of the spirit of God. They just fell forward and collapsed. And I noticed in Second Chronicles chapter five, when the uh, worshipers were playing the music and the instruments in the temple and they were singing about the glory of god saying that he is good and his mercy endures forever a cloud came into the temple the glory cloud entered the temple second chronicles, chronicles chapter 5 and it said that it was so so awesome and so powerful that the priests could not stand to minister by reason of the glory cloud they couldn't stand and in some instances they would leave the temple because it was too powerful it was too powerful to stand around it had some kind of supernatural energy that came from god well this wasn't being slain in the spirit obviously this was this was the weighted glory of god coming upon the temple and upon the people and it was too much for the people to take i remember years ago i read a book by smith wigglesworth where he was leading uh the prayer time at a church. They had met they'd met early for an intercessory prayer time. And Wiggles Wigglesworth was up near the front praying, and he was kind of waving his hand back and forth like over the over the entire group. Back and forth he would wave his hand. And suddenly the glory of God started to come down in that meeting, and as it came down, people started leaving the meeting because it was too much for them. And as the glory got stronger, more people would leave. This process went on for several minutes. And after a while, there wasn't anybody in the room except Wigglesworth. He was the only one left when the glory of God came down. Everybody had to get out. Well, I saw that and I said, hey, that's not being slain in the spirit. That's, that's a reaction to the weighted glory of God. Then in Matthew chapter 17, you remember Jesus got arrested and the disciples were with him that night. Peter had cut off the ear of one of the soldiers. Jesus had healed it. And then when Jesus stood up, um, he raised his hands. He raised his hands. And boom. Everybody fell down. Everybody fell. Everybody hit the deck. And the night Jesus was arrested. Well, that wasn't being slain in the spirit. That was protecting the disciples and showing supernatural Holy Ghost power. And Jesus was showing them that they weren't taking him. He was submitting. They weren't arresting him. They were submitting to him. And then they, and then you, you remember when Paul was was. Uh, Saved in Acts chapter 9, he was blown out of his chariot. Well, that's not being slain in the spirit either. You remember John collapsed on his face when he saw the Lord in Revelation chapter 1. Well, that wasn't being slain in the spirit either. The point I'm trying to make here is that I have seen demons manipulate being slain in the spirit by giving the person a false impression that they were deeply spiritual because they fell backwards and some catcher caught them, okay? In in uh, my ministry over the years, I never allowed uh, being slain in the Spirit. Sometimes when I prayed for somebody, they would collapse in a heap on the floor, like crumble to the ground. That's when I knew that was the Holy Ghost because I have never used catchers in my service and I have never promoted being slain in the spirit. Because I notice when I'm trying to cast demons out of someone at the altar, the demons will then try to get them to be slain in the spirit and fall back. I reach out and I catch them because I know the demons are trying to get away from me. They're trying to get this person out of their deliverance. So they give them the slain in the spirit routine. So they'll fall down and get away from me. So I ran an end around on the demons at the altar, and when they start to swoon, I reach out and grab them and continue on with the deliverance. If you'll notice, most people will not do a slain in the spirit situation unless they know there's a catcher behind them. The point simply being is that the familiar spirits counterfeit the moving of the Holy Ghost, and they try to appeal to your soul and your emotions They try to appeal to your body and your physical sensations, giving you excitement and euphoria when in fact it's a trick. It's a trick. It's a counterfeiting trick of the move of the Holy Ghost. So if you see somebody collapse at the altar, that's probably the Spirit of God. If you see them peek around behind them to make sure there's catchers there, and they swoon backwards, kind of like a board, That's a familiar spirit. See you next time.
0: The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.